Welcome to another episode of the Leadership Lay Bear podcast, an audio experience designed to decode leadership and inspire action. Being a forward-thinking leader and game changer, you've tuned in to discover pragmatic tips and hints on leadership from the very best leaders. Each episode is dedicated to sharing pragmatic stories from the field and more importantly, real examples of what successful leaders are actually doing to deliver at pace. With so much to share, let's hand over to your host, Graham Wilson. Just wanted to say before you start listening to the audio version, this was actually taken from a video I recorded a while ago where I did a presentation to video and used a flip chart to describe the model. So if you want to actually see the model being drawn, then you can visit the website, which is grownwilson.com forward slash alpha papa tango apt. That stands for obviously applied positive thinking. So you might hear when you go through the video, you might hear some my drawing in the background, but uh, ignore that. The, the audio is enough for you. But if you want to see the diagram, then have a look at the video. Can you imagine going down the gym and picking up one of those 15 kilogram or 20 kilogram really heavy weights and you actually carry that weight around with you every moment of the day? Can you imagine how much energy and effort that would actually take and how exhausting it would be? It's a bit like carrying a rucksack around with that weight in all day. Well, that's exactly what we can do with our emotions if we're not careful. So today's habit, habit number eight, is all about the importance of removing the baggage. When you think about emotions, they're energy in motion. The challenge we have is when they get stuck inside us, and this is when it can become exhausting when we're carrying around these rucksacks of emotions, these big heavy weights of emotions, and it actually takes all our energy away, and we can't be as positive as we possibly could be. So where do these emotions come from and how do they get locked in our body? I can remember coaching a a chief executive of a company a while ago and obviously can't share who it is, but he was saying one of his pivotal moments in his life was being sent away to boarding school at the age of four or five, I think it was, and and how that had a dramatic effect on his life. And it wasn't until he realised what that was actually doing to him in a negative way that it was actually preventing from being really successful. So these emotions and experiences, they really sort of wrap themselves around our hard wiring and they start to then form what we call our belief system. So our beliefs uh, are formed really early on and we carry these around. So it's a bit like having a, a, a computer program installed into us at an early age. And then obviously through our experiences of childhood and school and experiences we get, and we start to build this pattern, don't we, in our beliefs. They really, what they do, for me, what they do is they trigger what I call your self-perception of how you see the world. So it's that that window of how you see the world. So do you see the world as a great place, as a positive place, or do you see it as really dangerous and, and you're really negative? So it's a bit like what we call the reticular activation system. You know, what, what's inside you is what you see. So that's our window to the world. The second thing that our beliefs will drive is what we call our self-talk. So these are things that you say to yourself. I do a lot of coaching around presentation skills and I find a lot of the things that that happen really is people, they know how to prepare a presentation, they know what they should be doing, but something inside them actually talks themselves out of getting a good presentation because that self-talk, that self-doubt, that it's gonna go wrong, uh, the the audience won't like it, I'll forget my words. And this self-talk, this damaging thing that we talk ourselves through then starts to actually impact on us. And a final thing that our beliefs will actually drive, so we've got our self-perception, our self-talk, and the final thing it drives is what I call our, our feelings. 
you know, how we feel in a particular situation. So if we use our presentation skills as a situation, so we're in a meeting and someone says to you, oh, Graham, I've got a fantastic opportunity. Uh, well, I like you to present to the board of directors next week. Is that okay? Now, for some people, that feeling is going to be fantastic and what a great opportunity. For other people, that's going to be an absolute nightmare. They'll sleep for a few days and they'll find it really hard. And that's really driven by our belief system and what happens to us early in our lives. So the question is, of course, is how are, how are our, our beliefs formed? And I believe that our beliefs are formed through the way that the brain operates as a truth-seeking mechanism. So if you have a really bad experience, for example, let's use their presentation skills as an example, where maybe you're back at school and you're asked to go to the front of the class and read from the book and, and read to the class out loud. And let's say that um, you do that really well and the class clap and the teacher says, well done. That for you at that age is a really positive experience. So what happens from that moment on, every time you stand up in front of a group of people, your brain is actively seeking for reinforcement that that truth is, is a fact. And eventually, of course, they get enough evidence because you're looking for it. And that forms a belief system that says that standing up in a group of people is a good thing to do. Let's say that you have the other experience where you stand up and you get it wrong for whatever reason and there's a few chuckles in the class and the teacher says you must work harder at that and it's a real negative experience for you and you feel really bad about it, then what happens from that moment on is your brain's gonna start looking for you know, that collective sort of the mirror neurons that we talked about on previous um, videos. They start to look for proof and over a period of time, of course, because you're looking for it, you then start to form a belief that says that presentations are a bad thing, standing up in front of a group of people is a bad thing. And, and I see it all the time where people are fantastic in meetings sat down. The minute they stand up, they can't talk. It's almost like their brain is switched off. And this is caused by our belief system triggering our perception, our self-talk, and our feelings. So all of this is gonna drive our physiology. So you can imagine our self-perception, you know, how we see the world, the things we say to ourselves inside our head, and how we feel in any situation is going to drive our physiology. And of course, that actually triggers the drugs that are inside the body. So if you see it as a positive experience, you get the positive drugs. If you see it as a negative experience, you're going to get the stress drugs. So the cortisol and adrenaline is going to pump through the body. And that's going to actually switch off the thinking part of the brain because you're in that fight or flight situation. So what happens at this point here, you get the drugs. And if it's a positive experience, the brain switched on negative experience of brain switched off. So that's going to actually drive your behavior. And the behavior, of course, is really about the action that you take. And then the action is going to drive the results you get, which is then going to reinforce the beliefs you have. And this becomes this self-fulfilling prophecy. So, you know, I've got this presentation to do, I rehearse really well and, and it all goes well. In the moment, it goes horribly wrong, and I, I get to the end of the presentation. I knew that was going to happen, and it reinforces this, this belief that standing in front of a, a, a group of people is a bad thing to do. So the question, of course, if that's, if that's a psychology and what goes on, obviously I've simplified that, and there's a lot more to it, but it's a good way of understanding, isn't it, in terms of how we operate. So what happens to us in our experiences form our belief systems. Our belief systems are our perception and our self-perception of the world, not the truth, it's just what we perceive. That will drive our self-talk and our feelings. And of course, that will then drive the physiology, the drugs and the chemistry inside our body, which then operate how the brain works, which then drives your behavior, which then drives the action you take, which then achieves the results you get, which then reinforces the belief system. So I think it's really important to understand that that happens. And once we understand that, then we can think, well, actually, I can do something about it. 
So there's lots of different techniques where you can actually go and actually start to reprogram your belief systems. So tapping, EFT, all those sort of type uh, NLP type techniques are really useful for you to actually go and explore. I've got time on this video to explore all those techniques, but go out there and have a look at them. There's loads out there and lots of people who can help you with those. will actually start to change some of your belief systems. One of the things you can do, of course, a very simple one is to actually control your physiology. And this is what athletes will do, won't they? Is they, they will control their physiology through their breathing. So that heart breathing is again a really good technique. So if you can actually trick the system that actually, you might believe it's a bad situation, but you're tricking the system that you're not stressed, you get the positive chemistry inside the body, which means the brain is switched on, which means you behave differently, you take different action, and you can actually remember the things that you were gonna say in your presentation it changes the results and then you start challenging your belief systems yourself. And that's one of the ways you can start to build confidence is to support people through that process of taking them outside their comfort zone into their stretch zone, helping them realize actually that their belief system is wrong and actually you can change it. And over a period of time, of course, that will reprogram the way you look at it. And that's what I think happens with our emotions is because of these things that happen to us, these emotions get stuck in our body a lot of people have a lot of ailments and issues and challenges and pains in the body because it's not a physical thing that's in the, in the body, it's actually an emotion that's trapped and we have to get rid of it. So there's lots of ways of doing that, of course, through exercise, through dance, through running, through getting out in nature, to massage, to acupuncture, you know, just getting the body moving again. There's loads of different techniques you can actually really help you with, a lot of the breathing techniques as well. There's all sorts of things you can do to start to move that emotion. And I see it a lot when people are stressed, you'll see if you're videoing them, you'll see where that emotion's locked in their body. Yeah, I've seen people doing presentations where they're holding onto different parts of their body. And when you feed it back to them, they have absolutely no awareness of the fact that they're actually holding that part of the body. That's where that deep emotion's stored in the body. So by removing it and actually looking and understanding it, then we can do something about it. So again, I hope you found this uh, useful. Uh, great to hear your thoughts and ideas. Looking forward to sharing some more insights tomorrow around habit number nine, which is around the point of choice. So until then, we'll see you. Bye for now. A big thank you for listening to the Leadership Laid Bear podcast with me, Graham Wilson. For more information on our guest leader and to find out how we can support you, check out the links in the description and look out for our next Leadership podcast. Remember, leadership is all about taking action. Make sure you connect and apply the lessons learned. Have fun and bye for now.